You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. Killing young men. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the Star Wars Smackdown Tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. I am Jedi Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Sith. Uh, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Hello there. <laughs> hey, what's up? How you doing, man? How's the dark side? Uh, uh, we're not going to get racial, Jason. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You were just talking about Black Dynamite, though. Okay, anyway. Also with us is Joe Poe. Uh, Poe Dameron. Yeah. Someone going to answer that, that phone? That was that to... <laughs> answer the phone, hey. goddammit. Who the fuck's getting a call? And also with us is Mike Youngling. Uh, <laughs> I like his die. chances. I like his chances. <laughs> Hello. And rounding out this crew is Dan Kenobi. The force is with me as with us, with all of us. Yes, yada yada yada. That's what Seinfeld would do. Uh, the force is with uh, yada yada. And then uh, yeah. So anyway, this is the first episode of the Star Wars SmackDown tournament. It's just like our last bracket of tournaments. But don't listen to me. Listen to Sean. He's much better at explaining them. Sean, what are we doing? Well, we're doing a bracketed tournament, Jason. <laughs> yeah, but go in the nitty gritty of it. <laughs> uh, basically, it like you said, it works just like any other uh, bracketed tournament. Like let's say the um, March Madness tournament, where basically uh, we have matchups between all the characters. Thirty-two characters we have for this one. Star Wars characters. Star Wars characters, uh, and they will be uh, fighting it out uh, in each matchup based on three different categories, uh, which I'll get to in a second. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then we're going to go through each round, uh, through these, uh, next, next couple weeks and find out who the actual winner is. Um, now back to, uh, the way that we're judging these matchups, uh, we all, we're using three categories again this time. Uh, we have brought back the, uh, head to head matchup for the two characters, uh, we've brought back character design for the two characters, and I thought it was very fitting for the third category because this is Star Wars after all. The third car- uh, category will be marketing, which is definitely something that the, the Star Wars universe is known for. Marketing can, can mean a, a bunch of different things, merchandising, uh, you know, uh, products that you can buy, who's, who's marketed the best, you know, so things like that. Yeah. Um. And basically, yeah, that's that's uh, the way the tournament's going to work. If you want to take a look at the bracket now, uh, it is on both our Facebook and Twitter page. Blah blah pod one on Twitter. P O D number one. Blah blah podcast on Facebook. Also blah blah podcast on iTunes, where you can subscribe to this if you would like to hear more and listen to our previous tournaments, which you can find in that beautiful feed. Also, before we continue, I just want to pump the brakes real quick and say a big. Rest in peace to George A. Romero, who just passed away. Was it yesterday? 
the iconic director who was known for movies like Night of the Living Dead. You may have heard of it. Dawn of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Uh, Land of the Dead, too, I believe, right? Yeah, but he kicked yes. off the whole zombie craze, and he is a director who has influenced many people, especially here in this little room here, and directors big like James Gunn. So, yes, rest in peace, George Romero. You will be missed. You had a great cameo in Call of Duty as well. Hello, any words on George Romero, anybody? I had no idea we were doing this. <laughs> yeah. You said to me before you were going to do it. Oh, I thought it was strange how it was just what last episode when we were talking about our favorite movie experiences, and of course mine was a Romero movie. You killed him. Yeah, what can you I say? I gotta, I gotta stop talking. See, now we're gonna talk about Star Wars. I'm gonna kill the fucking Star Wars franchise now. <laughs> no, the Han Solo uh, movie's gonna uh, Ron do Howard's that. gonna do that yeah. movie. <laughs> I'd rather Clint Howard uh, be directing that movie. But that's just <laughs> well, alright, we'll move on then. But uh, well, yeah, just rest- also passed away. Oh, Same yeah, day. Martin Landau, too. Not that familiar with his work, but uh, definitely George Romero's. I used to watch Under Living Dead religiously when I was growing up. And uh, there was always the one scene, I think it was at the end of the movie, where the girl's yelling at the black guy, like, uh, right before the end of the movie. And she's just, like, he, like, grabs her shoulders, and she just, like, yanks him and goes, ah! But when I was a kid, my cousin and I always thought she was saying, fuck. So she was just like, fuck! <laughs> and I look back on that now, and I'm just like, she was not saying fuck at all. I don't know what we were thinking. It's like a Ban- Berenstein, Berenstein Bears, uh, Mandela effect, alternate timelines uh, merging. Oh, that's into- totally what it is. Yeah. Kazam. Yeah, Kazam. <laughs> yeah. yeah all right. Well, uh, rest in peace, George Romero. You will be missed. And on that note, Sean, let's begin this tournament. All right. Well, let's start with our first matchup. And like we said, you can uh, follow along on our uh, Twitter page or Facebook page. Uh, We're going from left to right. Uh, uh, And our first matchup, we have number one seed Obi-Wan Kenobi with a total of six film appearances. And uh, he is a Jedi Master, uh, the apprentice of Qui-Gon Jinn and the trainer of Anakin Skywalker. And he's facing off against number 16 seed Dexter Jetster. (laughs) Camino. <laughs> uh, one film appearance, uh, and he is the owner of Dex's Diner, which is a <laughs> 1950s themed diner offering home style cooked meals and freshly freshly brewed Ardies, which Arby's Ardies, which oh, I gotta love that roast beef in space too. It's actually <laughs> not uh, a food; it's it's a drink. It's Jawa juice. Jamba juice? No, Jawa juice. Oh. Uh, John so it's, like, it's the little guys in the hoods juice. <laughs> uh, ew, God. <laughs> uh, now, is it them blended up or is it their juice? Wink, wink. I always thought it was them <laughs> yeah, blended they, up. Yeah, they milk the Jawas, Jason. That's what <laughs> <laughs> they milk their little teats. Yeah, that's, what, that's oh. exactly what they do. Is that what that giant sand crawler thing they were walking around with in the beginning of the first one was? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> juice um, extractor. <laughs> Also, uh, he is a, a male Besselic, which is a humanoid sentient species with four arms and, and an inflatable waddle. And they're also known to be they're also known to be hard workers and can be force sensitive. That's how he cooks the burgers. He flips them with his force powers. He has an inflatable what? Waddle. <laughs> inflatable waddle. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> uh, all right. So, 
I guess we can get started. Basically, I wanted to give you all that information on Dexter Jetster because he is a very big underdog against Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, <laughs> so I figured I should give a little more insight on who he actually is as a character because the movie did not. Nope. <laughs> but the Wikipedia did. <laughs> yes. So who would like to start us off here? Um, I'll go first. I'm going my boy Obi because character design... I just think uh, Dexter's kind of ugly. No offense. I'm sure he cooks good burgers, but it's not the best-looking Star Wars character. Marketing definitely has to go to Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, who else remember? You, you, you don't even get a sense of who he is, uh, Dexter Jester, I mean, other than the Wikipedia. Who remembers Dexter Jester outside of this Me. podcast? <laughs> I, I had a Dexter Jetster toy. Oh, oh shit. Well, and you no, bought no, that no. Dexter Jetster toy because he was more marketable to you because, oh, look, that's a cool-looking figure. Yeah. Obi-Wan's like, hey, look, it's just some random dude in a robe. Yeah, Maybe but he has a lightsaber. I don't know. Obi-Wan is still by far the more popular character than uh, Jetster. And um, what's the other category you said? A head-to-head? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, uh, I think Obi-Wan would win that, too. So I mean, what, what if it's a burger-flipping competition? Oh, shit. Oh, well, what if it's a cook-off? What if it's a Jawa juice grinding milking <laughs> competition? I don't know. Uh, maybe Obi-Wan could present his uh, uh, steamed Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> you want a little less on the leg? No? Yeah? <laughs> it's trim, it's trim some lid off. All right, so my vote, goes towards, uh, my vote goes towards, towards uh, Obi-Wan. Who, who's next? Um, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, I'm go ahead. Deal. <laughs> um, I I have to agree with Jason. Um, I'm going with Obi Wan. Uh, for this, um, design. I I too like. Dexter is an ugly looking motherfucker. <laughs> I don't like. You're one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> It, it's not a good animation. He's, he's gross. He's terrible looking. I know Obi-Wan's just an old guy or a young guy, depending on the um, era. Uh, but he's, you know, just an old guy in a hood with a, with a lightsaber. But Well, maybe if Obi-Wan um, spent all day in the kitchen, he'd be gross looking, too. <laughs> yeah, well, well, he doesn't. So he keeps himself in shape uh -oh, by doing those oh, force okay. flips. Um, you know how many calories you can burn with the force flips? No. Like a lot, okay? Uh, as many anyway. calories you can burn flipping burgers. <laughs> and grinding well, uh, jaws. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if that's what he does. Oh, I, I think I think that's what he does, Sean. <laughs> uh, so I have to give a design to Obi-Wan just because I hate Dexter Jester's look. Um... <laughs> Marketing, um, I too would say Obi-Wan. Um, I'm looking at Obi-Wan from like the toy angle. You can have young Obi-Wan toys, ep episode one, where he just had the uh, the Padawan bra braid, uh, the episode two look, the episode three look uh, with the shorter hair, um, Alec Guinness Obi-Wan, uh, Clone Wars Obi-Wan. Um, you can do a lot more with him like in the toys. Um, and same goes for there. You can put young or old Obi-Wan on shirts, on cereal boxes, all that stuff. So, And again, he's more the more famous character, so I'm going to go with him in uh, marketing. Um, and that leaves hand-to-hand. -hand, um, and Obi-Wan is going to cut that, that dude's ball sack chin right off with his lightsaber. <laughs> his waddle. 
I, I don't know. He's in playing Waddle. I don't know about that. We're, there's a lot we don't know about Dexter Jetster. I mean, he seems to know a lot about these uh, these darts that people are shooting at each other. So he might be a ballistics ex- expert in his own right. <laughs> Or he just, or he just hangs out at dive bars after he's done work and plays darts. I don't and, know. And he cries alone. I think Dexter Jetster may have some sort of, uh, some sort of military background to speak of. What, like a, yeah, but a, none of that's proven. Six and space equivalent kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, it's 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 a little mysterious. I mean, obviously, I can't go off of what I don't know. Um, but probably Obi Wan would probably whip his ass in a, in a fight. Uh, depending on whether or not. Obi Wan has uh, his lightsaber, uh, you know, because technically, J- oh, Dexter... there's that one time he had a blaster and he was like, "Oh, that was horrible." Hey, he's like, "I'm so So uncivilized. But yeah. even though it, it, it killed Grievous, spoilers. <laughs> um, as far as design, I would actually Jason. go. <laughs> I know my cousin's. <laughs> I, I didn't know. get there yet. Mike, you did see the third one, didn't you? You oh, said did. you did. I, I, dude, I so forgot it. It was so unmemorable. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, for design, I would actually go Dexter Jetster on that one, just because he is something other than a dude in a robe. Um. And uh, marketing, obviously, Obi Wan. Although they really missed the boat having Dexter Jetster themed frozen burgers in stores. I think that would have been they, a, they could have had like a, a Dexter Jetster restaurant like playset and everything. They could have milked Sean. Yeah. Sean. I'm sure it'll be in Star Wars land. Sean. Hey um Yeah. Sean delete delete your account. What 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 account? What are you talking about? <laughs> Skype account. <laughs> it's a joke. Just continue. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Dexter, <laughs> Dexter Jetster toy with an inflatable waddle. <laughs> You squeeze it and it expands like those, those like push push balls. It shoots water out like you know, one of those early '90s gimmick toys. You shoot water out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm going Obi Wan. So that's already three, unless you guys want to go otherwise. Guess not. No. I, I will. I will agree with you, Sean, that I would go with him for design uh, because he just doesn't end up. Looking like Jesus in a fucking robe. <laughs> See, uh, I would still argue he has marketability that was untapped. That's what I was saying, <laughs> but but we can't but, we can't judge off of what they didn't do. Yeah, because you know, like I, I, as you're soon finding out, action figures have their whole life of their own. <laughs> oh yeah, like the story, but uh. Some 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 figures sit on the shelves for months, and other figures get bought immediately. And uh, I, w- I wonder if you if anyone on the show knows what the two most common figures to find on the shelves right now are. At this time, yeah. Uh, Probably Ray and Finn. No, no, I wouldn't say Ray. I would say Kylo and uh, some Dexter droid. Jetser. No. It's Jin Urso and Finn. Oh. And then occasionally Captain Andor. That's about it. So, like, any of the cool robots or aliens, they're gone. Like, it's just boring protagonist character. Wow, that's Rogue One. (laughs) Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention, uh, no Rogue One characters on this list, and also no uh, Episode 7 characters. Because we don't, we just don't know enough about them yet. You could say Rogue None. 
All right, anyway, moving on. Wait your account. It sounds like Rogue One's going to never be on this list. We must hate it like Red Letter Media because they exist in that one little area of time. And technically, we're looking at that area of time. Well, fuck them. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We have number eight seed, Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, he has two film appearances. And uh, in case you didn't know, his first name is Will Huff. So his name is actually <laughs> Will Huff Tarkin. <laughs> and, Huff and Huff. And uh, <laughs> he's the Empire's first Grand Moff, which is the governor of the Oversectors and commander of the Death Star. And he says, yes, I, uh, before you say who's facing, I think you're pronouncing it wrong. It's Grand Moff fucking Tarkin. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Uh, so, he's facing off against. Go back and say, say that right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fix it in post. Um, <laughs> do it now. No, no, I got it in post. It's all right. <laughs> uh, he's facing off against number nine seed Count Dooku uh, with two film appearances. Uh, he is a Sith Lord. He's a Sith Lord. <laughs> a Sith Lord. Uh, leader of the Confederacy of the Independent Systems and a former Jedi Master. Sean, it almost feels like you made this bracket for Hammer Films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even realize that. No one else understands. If Evan was nope. here, he'd get it. Crickets. Yeah, Dracula Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it got hammered while making films together. Oh. All right, so uh, who's starting off this one? I started last time. Uh, Mike didn't get to go, there. so Mike, why don't you start us off? Mike, you go. Okay, so here we go. Uh, <clears throat> in my recent research, I, I decided to go ahead and watch episodes five and six, having never seen them before. Um, obviously, that has absolutely nothing to do nothing. with either of these two characters. No, they're not in any of those movies. <laughs> but... Uh, it just shows my dedication. Uh, I remember Tarkin <laughs> very little from. I did. I still. He was in what episodes three and four? Tarkin, right? Uh, he had like that small oh, cameo. Oh you're right. I need to yeah, alter that because I guess we weren't counting Rogue One, right? I was counting Rogue One, but I completely forgot about episode three. Yeah, so I'm completely writing out Rogue One's Tarkin. Um, just what I very little remember from episode four and the bits I've seen of Sir Christopher Lee. Um, for design, I think it's for me. It goes with uh, Christopher Lee, uh, Dooku. I mean, the man has a cape. The other one's just fucking bureaucrat-looking dude. Uh, <laughs> looks looks like Mister Burns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hand to hand is obviously going to go to our uh, man with the lightsaber because we're thinking hand to hand, not like fucking. Machine versus machine, or not like weapon versus weapon. Uh, you know, Death Star versus man. Um, I, I think. And then, I think again, we sh we shouldn't be calling it hand to hand, and we should just be calling it head to head because you can use whatever advantages you have in a fight. Well, I still think that Dooku would. Uh, he'd probably be on the ship with him, and you know, stab him in the back because he's an evil bastard. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, as for marketing, um, I mean. The man with a man has a beard. The man has a cape. Uh, if I look at, I, I did a little 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 research ahead of time, looking at uh, JediBusiness.com, the Star Wars action figure database. Oh, they shit. have they they only have five listings of Tarkin figures, whereas there are fifteen Dooku. Damn, you know, see that, Jason? So, uh, That's how you I'll, do I'll, research. I'll, I'll let oh, you okay. guys, you know, 
you know, make your decision there. But uh, my, my, my money's on Christopher Lee's Dooku. All righty. Cool. Dan, you didn't get to go uh, last time. What do you think? I wish we were, were including Rogue One because whatever the heck Grand Moth Tarkin was in that movie, I don't think anything could kill that. <laughs> 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 that being said, uh, I think um, I'm, I'm going to go pretty hard on the Sith for this list because fuck yeah. But uh, Tarkin was just a puppet. Dooku was also just a puppet. But he also has a lightsaber. That's how I'm gonna go. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, what does that What does that mean? <laughs> I think that means he's they're both puppets. Cool. Yeah, they're both puppets to the Emperor at different times. So. Mm. They were never their own man. No. I don't think we got to really see how much of a puppet Grandma Tarkin would have been because you know he's in one movie and out after the Death Star gets blown up. So we don't because Empire the Emperor is not in the first movie. So. Um, you know, it, it's hard to say how much of a puppet he he would have been to uh, Palpatine, but I, I I see your point. Um, as as for myself, I am also going Dooku. I'm actually going Dooku in all three categories. Um, again, with the design, I think he is a better design. Other than you know, we've seen not maybe not Grand Moffs per se, but we've seen uh, people who work for the Empire and they're high ranking officials before. And it's just it's Peter Cushing in a, in a in a suit, and it's not that big a deal. Although Count Dooku is base is Christopher Lee in a suit with a with a lightsaber, still still you and know, a beard and a beard and a cape. And a cape. He's got and that cape. fancy lightsaber though. Yeah. Um. Honestly, Dooku wouldn't even have to use his lightsaber. He could just use his le- electricity powers to to kill. Yeah, the for- you could use the force lightning. Yeah. Um. And definitely marketability. I I've never seen Tarkin on any cereal boxes, but I've seen Dooku on cereal boxes. So. <laughs> I'm going Dooku. I see Dooku in cereal boxes. I mean, what? <laughs> Ew, Dookie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've got to drop the big uh, Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we already have three for Dooku. Uh, Joe or Jason, any altering opinions, just for the record? Can you convince us otherwise? No. No, I, I, no, I was going to yeah. go Dooku. Yeah, I'm going with Dooku. <laughs> Same re- drop, I think drop. you guys said it. You guys all said it best, you know, he's got the design, he's got the cape, um, he's more of a figure in in the storyline, so you see him on more merchandise, and then mm-hmm. uh, force force powers, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Yoda, yoda, yoda. Drop that Dooku. All right, uh, let's move on to the next matchup then. We have number five seed, Princess Leia, uh, with four film appearances, uh, and she is the princess of, of Alderaan. A uh, member of the Imperial Senate, leader of the Resistance in the New Republic, and she is somewhat force sensitive. To what to what extent we don't know, but she is force sensitive, and she's hmm. she's facing off against number twelve seed, the Rancor, uh, with one film appearance. Uh, it is a large semi sentient reptile carnivore native to the planet Dothamir. Uh, he has long arms, immense jaw, and armored hides that could withstand blaster fire. That's an important thing to remember. And he is the pet of Jabba the Hutt. Does uh, does he include the the the, the fat dude without the shirt, <laughs> the rancor trainer? Uh, you know what? I would assume he'd be there because otherwise, how else would you get the rancor there to the fight? 
<laughs> I mean, okay. in the Force, in the Force Unleashed video games, which were considered canon at one point, the you fight a bunch of Rancors in there, and they're just kind of like roaming around on the planets you're on, so multiple planets and situations. There's no trainers there, so. Did Maybe anyone actually watch uh, Rich and Mike talking about the Han Solo movie yes. yet? Yes. yes. No, not yet. Yeah. Thinking about the Rancor right now is just making me think of that video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know the movie. I'll watch it when we're done. Kirk. Kirk. Who would like to start us off? Um, I'll start. I definitely think Leia wins in design. Um, like, you know what? No. <laughs> I think actually the Rancor design. The more I just the more Princess Leia is a fine looking character, but she's kinda of bland. The Rancor's scary. I remember when I first saw it when I was a kid, you know, and I was just like, Wow, that thing's gonna fuck Luke up and it did. <laughs> um marketability though, I this is where I'm kinda of falling apart. I think Leia has the edge in there. Girl figures don't sell. What was that? Girl figures don't sell. I mean, they got the Jyn Erso out, you were saying. Yeah, but yeah, she's, they're she's on the always shelf on the shelf. They're not selling. Oh, I thought maybe they were just in such high demand they kept supplying no. them. <laughs> if that were the thing, there'd be switches everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, no, Nintendo sells stuff in short supply. Let's remember that. Okay, anyway. Because they don't want to lose money. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I think, I think Leia's got more of the marketability in this whole Star Wars universe going so i'll give that to leia but so who's gonna win the fight <laughs> see that's where i was i was gonna say in the force unleashed games you're a jedi and leia's kind of force sensitive not as force sensitive as the guy in the game or luke but in the video game you're slaying these things left and right and luke killed one you know he he, used, he didn't even use his lightsaber he used his wits in dlc that, in the uh the second force awakens games where you straight up just murder leia and she's like a, a jedi or some shit like that yeah yeah and in the for the first game the dlc luke turns into a sith <laughs> but um but leia's not as well trained as luke or the guy in the video game is and so Luke's I, not even well trained either <laughs> yeah but he still managed to beat it uh, i don't know do you need someone to uh, convince you I I, I I have a good argument for, or not a, a good argument. But I have an argument for Leia. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um. So in terms of design, uh, I'm gonna give it to the Rancor. That thing looks awesome, uh, and how they, you know, the puppeteering is just uh, an awesome thing. Marketing Leia, um, she's you know one of the faces of of Star Wars. You know, you see her everywhere. The buns on her her hair are iconic. Oh. Um, oh, on her hair. <laughs> Yeah, 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 freak. Um, also, in terms of marketing, you can do different toys of Leia. Um, Leia on Hoth, Leia on Endor, um, A New Hope Leia, like so on and so forth. So Leia on Han. I noticed that you didn't say <laughs> yeah. Slave Leia there. Is that well, that, they, not anymore. They don't yeah. do that anymore. Um, Are they going to edit that out of a new edition? Give her just like a white t-shirt instead? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna see George Lucas is gonna CGI a bunch of rocks whenever you see. Leia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I I do think that um, she I, I do she is my choice for the um the head to head. Um, again, you mentioned Jason that Luke didn't even use his lightsaber; he uses the wits. Leia, while being like slightly force sensitive, maybe not as trained, she's still witty. She. True. 
um, during the chaos killed Jabba. Um, yeah, but it was all dark and everyone was yeah. focused on the outside. But she's she's still witty. She's she in a new hope when they're running uh, from the stormtroopers. She's the first one to like start firing. She's like, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be me. If somebody's got to scave our skins, I think that was the line. But like she's she's head on. Um, so I think that like her wit combined with her slight force sensitivity, she'll be able to devise a quick uh, a quick out. Yeah. Or just uh, hold the Rancor Keeper hostage with her blaster. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Even if she did have a blaster, like I mentioned before, he he can withstand blaster fire. So right. So you know, I but his biggest weakness it. is gates. <laughs> Give her a, a yeah. gun that shoots gates. Oh, I, thought you said, I thought you said gaze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that. Too. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think, uh, I think that the Rancor would have zero problem killing Leia. Um, I also think the Rancor wins in, in design. However, Leia is way more marketable than the Rancor. Uh, so I'm going the Rancor for this one. But the thing is, though, how tough are these Rancors? Because you encounter them in the video games, you kill them. Luke kills him without even his his prized weapon. These doesn't, things he maybe, maybe, use, doesn't he use the force to make the gate fall? Yeah, and mm. that's maybe Leia can do that. No, I but thought, it's like I thought he. Force. No, it was like uh, no, he did something to the because uh, he was trying to get the the gate to work, and did he yeah, fall in the rain Yeah, like he he pal- smashed a rock or something into it. The rock. Yeah, Leia, can, Leia can do that. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, this is I, also all I'm saying is. There's way more bark to the Rancor fight. <laughs> These things are little bitches. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just don't. I just don't know how well she would do. Like, because we've never actually seen her in like one-on-one combat, other than if you count the guy on the speeder bike. Uh, so you know, I don't. I I can't really go off of any fighting ability that she has. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Go Leia with this one though. It's in my gut. Yeah, I'm sti- Mike. I'm what about you? you? On my guns. Mike, Sorry, what about I'm just, you? I'm, I'm watching the scene of Luke killing the Rancor <laughs> and throwing a rock at a button. All right. Well, do you want uh, us to come back to you then? Is no, 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 no. I'm, I'm ready. The rock, or is he just no, throwing? He, like... he, he physically threw the rock like a weak Mark Hamill would. <laughs> uh, oh, it was after his car accident. Give him a break. <laughs> I'm also going to go with the Rancor uh, because I, I feel like that was a fluke, not a Luke, a fluke. No. Uh, I, I believe the Rancor would tear Leia apart. I think the design clearly goes to the Rancor. He's a cool looking creature. Uh, you know, Leia was just fucking George Lucas's Barbie doll. Um, <laughs> wow. Which, right, don't wear a bra. I mean, don't that's the. That's to, yeah. That's to, not to speak and not to speak ill of Leia herself because you know Carrie Fisher did yeah, dude, well with what died. she had. <laughs> yeah. Well, what can I say? Uh, I kill people. Um, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and but uh, certainly marketability. We all know. You know, fucking the Rancor is not on the poster. Um, <laughs> you know, you you don't have people dressing up as the Rancor in other TV shows. Uh, no, but they yeah, should. Yes, they should be having uh, SM couples of the Rancor and his trainer as as a regular thing. I mean, that might happen. You never know. That's just not going to be on TV. Um, <laughs> HBO. But 
Yeah. <laughs> well, not a Disney product. <laughs> but yeah, I no, think I would go saying? with. Uh, I think I would go with the Rancor. I, I think it, it it came down to the head to head, because the two, the two other ones are just clearly uh, for me clearly winners in each of their respective categories, mm-hmm. and I, I feel. You know, Luke was the fighter of the two of them. Yes, uh, Carrie, oh, sorry, uh, Leia could be like a badass, but I don't really see her. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, she kills Jabba because it was just an opportunity. It wasn't like I, I don't know. It wasn't like a, she, a, a big. You got to hmm? you got to think though. She's strong to really strangle him because that chain was probably heavy, and Jabba's got a thick ass neck. Uh, Maybe she was using some some uh, force there. Um, the job is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing, though. So are rancors. Rancors are bitches. When have they ever done anything fierce besides looking fierce? Uh, they, they ate the blue, the the green chick. Yeah. Yeah. So did William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Pine. Don't forget. Yeah, you're right. I've made my peace. I say rancor. <laughs> All right, Dan. Okay. You're you're the tiebreaker here. I think I'm going to break everyone's hearts because uh, I think I'm going Rancor and myself as well. Oh, no. Uh, uh, design clearly goes to the creature that was done practically and still looks awesome and hopefully never gets fucked with. I guess, you know, we'll see shouldn't happen solo at this movie. point. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, marketability, while they could sell more things with Leia on them, they could make more money off of selling things of the Rancor because of its size. So, in a way, they could sell larger things that are worth more money. Mm-hmm. They used to I, sell yeah, a lot I, better I will, back in the day. I will say this, because uh, going back to my JediBusiness.com, uh, I couldn't find any solo figures of the Rancor. They only came in like larger sets or paired mm. together with an actual uh, like bigger character. Yeah, charge and then, more. And, and then that figure might have been one that you couldn't get unless you bought the rancor too like mm. right so that that that's where you know lucas made most of his money in the in the beginning anyway it was all his fucking toys that he was selling before they were in stores kids had to to order the set and have like an empty container with the names of the characters on it and wait for them to get mailed to them mm-hmm. wow like <laughs> it's it kind of nuts um but in hand to hand, yeah, I don't, I don't see a world wherein Leia is beating a rank or unless she got really lucky. I mean, Luke had a much better chance. Like, we know he can use the Force to throw things and grab stuff because he does it right after this. So why he made it such a problem? Like, oh, I should throw this rock, I guess. That's a good like, point. <laughs> like, you really okay. should have done something. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I think Lay is gonna have to to go home with her buns. Damn. All right. Uh, All right. All's fair in love and rancor, as they say. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. All right. Mm. Let's uh, let's move to our next one. Uh, we have number four seed Boba Fett. Uh, two film appearances, uh, and he is a bounty hunter. And he is. Are you counting the Star Wars Christmas special? No, I am not. Uh, technically three, Sean. What What do you count for? Oh, episode two. Oh, I uh, eh. or four. But was he really mm. Boba Fett, though? I don't include four. Uh, but yeah, you don't have to include Boba. the Christmas one. Just kidding. 
All right. I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> change it. the line, three. Boba? Yeah. Boba is your father home? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a bounty hunter, and he is the genetic clone of Jango Fett. Um, and he's facing off against number 13 seed. I've never actually said this name out loud, so bear with me. Uh, <laughs> Ki Adi Mundi. Bless uh, you. He has three film appearances. He is a Jedi Master. He is of the uh, Syrian race, which is distinguished by their enlarged cone-shaped craniums that contain... <laughs> Wait, see the guy who was, who was the hologram in episode one? Yeah. Because he was probably like at the strip club or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. About the uh, droid attack on the Wookiees. <laughs> and uh like, what are you saying we don't want to attack the wookies <laughs> he's uh he has a large uh cone-shaped cranium that contains a binary brain so he's, he's very... a dickhead oh <laughs> uh, so he's very intelligent is basically what that means he's not intelligent enough to predict order 66 but whatever <laughs> um anyway who wants to start us off here this this guy's design is just a ripoff of dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I, I was gonna say th- this is easy. This is Boba Fett yeah. all three for me. Boba Fett would uh, fucking burn this guy alive. Boba Fett has such a hardcore fan following after being, you know, in a, in the movies in episode four or no five and six for like fifteen minutes each, um, yeah. collectively actually. But he has such a huge fan following. He definitely wins in marketing. I didn't even know who this guy was until he said he was the hologram dude who was in the strip strip club. <laughs> then I remember. I didn't say that. And, you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I, character design. Boba Fett's just badass. This guy's a pink yeah. dinner. I, I can't speak for head to head because I don't, you know, yeah, I saw episode three years ago and I barely remember it. So I don't know this guy's how, how badass this guy he is on episode film. One. I haven't seen episode one or two. Yeah, um, he's an all three of them. Yeah. Uh, and Boba, like, so I, I can't see what the two of them would be like fighting each other. I just know that, you know, from what I've seen of Boba Fett, he's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't see him do anything of consequence but die. Because he doesn't. That's the uh, problem. Yeah. Uh, but his design is freaking really cool. Like, it's yeah. like weird medieval Hitler. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks like something a knight would wear, but also something that a freaking real storm a stormtrooper would be inspired by. Uh, you know, if they read King Arthur. Uh, That's a weird uh, thing to, to show. I, I know. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and it's like he looks like someone who decided to cross pollinate. You know, a Nazi stormtrooper and someone in King Arthur's court. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And marketing is obviously, you know, I didn't even know. We couldn't even pronounce this guy's name. <laughs> that tells you right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are, just because I got these stats, nine figures for this Kia D. Mundi and 40 for Boba Fett. Damn, that's a, that's yeah. a big Yeah, You number. know what? This is one of those scenarios where Boba Fett wins both marketing and design. However, he would get his ass whooped by... Uh, Mundi, I'm going to call him. Um, yeah, he's the because, genetic clone of somebody that got their head cut off by a Jedi. Honestly, like, he, uh, Boba Fett is not a badass. Like, as much as people want him to be a badass, he's really not. He does nothing throughout two movies. Uh, he's a competent bounty hunter. He he's a he's a glorified uh, UPS driver. That's what he is. <laughs> like, he doesn't he's even a private ca- investigator. He doesn't capture Han. Uh, Darth Vader does that. 
Uh, he he completely folds when they're at Jabba's palace uh, and gets eaten up by the giant sand vagina. So you know it, he doesn't really do anything. It's just but he could be alive. He got uh, beaten by a blind dude with a giant stick who just happened to turn around at the right time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So uh, yeah, but like we, we haven't badass. seen enough of this. We haven't seen what this pink dude can even do, unless we have, and I'm not remembering. Well, just oh, the fact that he's just the fact that he is a Jedi kind of. Yeah, pretty sure he yeah. was in footage during like Attack of the Clones and everyone. Oh, yeah, was he was fighting, fighting and, and, yeah. and yeah, but when when they executed the Order other 60, ones, when, when they, they executed Order sixty six, you had regular stormtroopers killing a ton of Jedi. Mm-hmm. So why why couldn't Boba Fett just kill this guy? And he's got ten times more weapons on that, him. Can Boba Fett like a surprise him? Platoon of soldiers on one Jedi versus one barely competent bounty hunter versus a Jedi. Yeah, and also yeah, the, yeah, like the, the, the badassery, the badassery of Boba Fett is more like the expanded universe, the novels, and stuff like that. It's in in terms of the movies, yeah, he really yeah. does. Like like, take it from me, I have only seen the original <laughs> trilogy, episode. Three, seven, and Rogue One. Boba Fett sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is is any is everyone on Boba Fett? No, nope. <laughs> but I yeah. will vote for him. <laughs> yeah, I think he wins majority for me. Joe, still. did you say no? I wanted you to put yeah, uh, what, yeah you put one of the other ones on the list instead of him because it'd be even funnier because of all their weird Jedi names. But what you're Wait, Joe, which why, why are you now. going for uh, Pink Man? I'm go. I'm going for him. Um, hang on, wait a minute. No, I, I meant. I meant to say Boba Fett. <laughs> God damn it, Joe! I, I, because design and uh, marketing were Boba Fett. I got it mixed up and thought it was Kiati Mundi. But Joe, uh, Joe, no, Joe, go to bed. Okay, okay but I, I'm not tired. All right. Well, while Joe is getting prepped for bed, let's go to the next matchup. <laughs> Uh, we have number six seed, Qui-Gon Jinn. He has uh, one film appearance, and he is a Jedi Master and apprentice to Obi-Wan. Uh, and he's facing off against number 11 seed, Jar Jar Binks, uh, <laughs> with four film appearances. Uh, he is a gung... We got a lot here. Uh, he's a Gungan male military commander and politician who played a key role in the invasion of Naboo and the Clone Wars that accumulated in the fall of the Galactic Republic and the rise of the Galactic <laughs> Empire. Uh, that, was, that was George writing all that, right? Yeah. He is a uh, Gungans are tall humanoids with a flexi- flexible structure, strong leg muscles, strong strong bills. I should say gills. I, I think I think that's a typo. Uh, muscular tongues and many other traits designed for living in the waters of Naboo. Inflatable waddles too. Jar Jar is like the fucking OP god of this whole thing. <laughs> he could just do everything. <laughs> so yeah. here's the thing about this matchup. I think this is another <laughs> repeat of the last one where Jar Jar wins marketing and design but would get his ass whooped in a fight. No, he doesn't win design for me. I oh, just a fucking totally ugly dude. Nah, you not got for me, man. Just, you got Schindler with long hair. <laughs> that's it. He's, he's yeah, the exact that's same better looking than this. It's better he's looking the, than this fucking well, clown. No, no, you just have your freaking preconceived notion from watching the movie. 
Like, you haven't seen what, it. Uh, you can't say. You I, I think I'm going to go first. Exactly. That is perfectly. Here. That is perfectly right there because I'm. I haven't seen episode one, and I'm looking at Jar Jar, and I'm looking at Qui Gon, and clearly Jar Jar looks better. Yes, he's probably going to be stupid annoying, and I'm going to want to turn off the movie as soon as I uh, turn it on. <laughs> but that's not. But that does not change. That does not change the fact. That does not change the fact that Qui Gon looks like they just ripped off Obi Wan. And made him into someone else. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Besides, and Qui Gon didn't even have a certain set of skills yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's that's why I'm voting for Jar Jar in this matchup because yeah. of two out as, of three. As am I. Wow. You know what? <laughs> Liam Neeson did not get children to go see this movie. The freaking cartoon water dog did. <laughs> yeah, and I, can you look up how many Jar Jar action figures there are compared to Qui Gon? Because Jar- I'm sure actually you would actually be kind of surprised. Oh, well, <laughs> I was going to say, well, uh, Jar Jar may, might be more than just action figures. I remember you, you you could buy literally an action figure of Jar Jar where his tongue sticks out and it was candy and you could lick his tongue. Yeah, yeah. I was going to I was going to present that as my exhibit A. There's yeah. a fucking Jar Jar lollipop. If, if that's not fuck. marketing 101, I don't know what is. Jar yeah. Jar's <laughs> tongue. Yeah. No, I, I agree that Jar Jar wins in the marketing, but I think Qui Gon has him big in a in a fight and character design. I just I'm not a fan of Jar Jar's design. It's just what I don't know, what it's is just ugly what's to me. different between Qui Gon's design and Obi Wan's design? Well, he voted for Obi Wan's design too. So I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just making a point. What's the difference? He, he just likes old dudes in robes. Jason. Yeah, you, you got a problem with that? Listen, I'm a fan of the Vatican. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! All right. <laughs> Julia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, you know, what, what was your question again? <laughs> What's the difference between any of these Jedi's designs, really, other than the, uh, the human None ones? Of them. They, every one of them, except actually Luke looks just like them now, but when he had this black suit on here. All right, well. So there's no difference is what I'm saying. All right, well, so far we have two votes for Jar Jar, one for Qui-Gon. Uh, who wants to go? I'm officially going for Jar Jar oh. for the reasons already said. So we can see this horrible character continue. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what Joe, what, what would you have done? Uh, oh, man. I probably would have had to go on with Jar Jar. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. All right. Well, that. Well, let means... me ask you this, Jason. How many how many Qui Gon Jin memes can you name? Uh, well, I can name the Plinket review. He makes fun of him a lot there. Not necessarily a meme, but it's popular on the internet. And who has an impression that's even done on your show quite often? Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next matchup. We have uh, number three seed Emperor Palpatine. Uh, he has five film appearances. Uh, he is a Sith, Sith Lord. Um, a Sith Lord? Sissy? <laughs> he's the first <laughs> Emperor of the Galactic Republic. I'm sorry, the Galactic Empire. And former Supreme Chancellor of the Galactic Republic. Uh, and his first name is Sheev. Uh, Shit. And he's facing off against number 14 seed Greedo with uh, two <laughs> two film appearances. Uh, he is a, uh, Rodian bounty hunter, which are, are green skin humanoids native to the planet Rodia. And he's frequently hired by Jabba. Hmm. 
Um, I'll, I'd like to start this one off, if I may. Uh-huh. Um, design, I have to give to Greedo. Um, Greedo just looks really interesting, though I do love the Emperor's uh, makeup in uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, yes. In terms of um, head-to-head, um, obviously the Emperor. Um, Greedo's little bitch uh, gets, his <laughs> a- gets his ass whooped right away. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to give that one to the Emperor. In terms of marketing, I, I have to go with the Emperor as more of like a popular character who I remember on, around the time of Revenge of the Sith, he was like everywhere. Um, so I saw him on cereal boxes, I saw him in toys, all kind of stuff. Um, and you have Darth Sidious toys, you have Emperor Palpatine toys in the Red Hood. Um, you have him in the, uh, the the original trilogy. Though I do want to say it's it's it, it was kind of tough for me because Greedo is a popular character. Despite only being in it for like thirty seconds, by who? He's, he's, Tumblr. Well, I don't mean <laughs> by popular. I mean like people know him. Like usually in a movie, a character who's in it for thirty seconds, no one remembers his name. But for some reason, people remember Greedo. He's really. I seriously think it's only because of the fact that the change happened and that became so popular. People knew who the hell Greedo was. Even before then, like there were Greedo toys and and all that. Well, it was an interesting there were toys design. for every character they could make a toy for. That wasn't a problem for them. Right, but what I'm saying is people, even despite him being a, you know, a bit character, people still recognize him um, and can name him. So, like... You could make an argument, but I think the Emperor has more to offer in terms of marketing. So my choice is the Emperor. Yeah. Don't you guys think it's kind of weird that uh, Greedo was childhood friends with Anakin and then uh, became into this weird sort of rivalry with Han Solo? Isn't that weird? No, you see, you see, Sean, that was a deleted scene, number one. And number two, they explain it in the expanded universe. That's Greedo the Elder, Greedo's father. So it's not Greedo that you see later. It's it's Greedo the old old man. Expanded universe. You mean that thing that doesn't count anymore? Yep. <laughs> in the words of Boba Fett in episode two. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going Palpatine. You could make the argument for Greedo for design. I, I but I would also give design to, to Palpatine for this one for all three categories. Um, yeah, Palpatine. Yeah, short and simple. I, I'm going. I'm, I'm going with Palpy too for all three. And I also just want to say how Palpatine, because of like Robot Chicken, has kind of become a weird comedy character in a way. But it's kind of endearing because like this old man doing funny things, and it's just it's funny. He's a fun character. I like him a lot. Yeah, I'm not rocking the boat anywhere here. Uh, Palpatine gets this in all three for me as well. Agreed. All right. <laughs> all right. We can uh, move to the next category. Uh, we have R2-D2, number seven seed. Uh, he has eight film appearances. Uh, he is uh, an R2 series uh Astromech Droid, which is a repair droid for starships, uh, who is a smart, spunky droid serving a multitude of masters over its lifetime. Um, and he's facing off against number 10 seed, Jango Fett, uh, with one film appearance. Uh, he is a bounty hunter regarded as, quote-unquote, the best in the galaxy in the years preceding the Clone Wars. Um, he <laughs> wears Mandalorian armor, 
He's chosen by Dooku as the galactic or the genetic template for the clone army. Hmm. You know, I could have sworn I've seen this design somewhere. <laughs> uh, for which one? <laughs> it's just kind of uh, tough. Like they're they're both fucking like palette swap costumes for like a ton of characters. Yeah, I I R two definitely one hundred and million percent wins in the whole marketing category. I mean, when you think of Star Wars, you think of R two D two. Maybe now BB eight, but definitely R two D two. I mean, um, I I saw my uh, my boss was driving me to the, to the company warehouse a few weeks ago, and he had an R two D two little like thing on his dashboard, which was uh pretty cool. But um, yeah, tons of R two D two just merch all over the place. Uh, but the one thing that's kind of like throwing me off is the whole head to head category, because like yeah, Django Fett, you know, uh. Mike, did you see episode two? <laughs> no, he has not. Uh, I mean, depending on the, the outcome of this battle, I just might not even. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, Jangle Fett's not all that, you know, cool in episode two. And but I wonder where Boba again, gets it from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then again, R2, R2-D2 is just a droid, which can be just like, you know, swapped down and like like a fly. But R2-D2 gets himself a battle droid. <laughs> yeah, no, but what I'm saying is R2-D2 always gets himself out of so many situations. I mean, he'll he's just the, have, He's like, the luckiest pack. droid ever. He is. <laughs> he'll just have jetpacks on him or, like, the little thing that opened that, like, lockpicks the door yeah. or the taser thing. Pretty so much, thinks, like, pretty much any, any situation that he gets into, there's something on him that can get him out of it. Yeah, he's a Swiss Army knife. So I'm thinking if fucking Django shoots a rocket at him, R2 can deflect it with the shield. Like, he'll probably have that on him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll wonder, like, five movies from now, how come he didn't use that then? Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean he could fly? What the fuck? What did he use this earlier? Yeah. <laughs> Where did he get the lockpick from? Where did he get the taser from? He could have just Where flown over that rock from? you put in front of him in a new hope. Yeah. What? He could have flown <laughs> away. Yeah. Um, I'm going with r well, I, I I will say you. I mean, if, got a cool design too. You you could label Django as as a, as a bitch, uh, but he does put up a fight against Obi Wan, which is more than his son does against a blind man. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll give him some props there, but uh, I think R two D two overwhelmingly wins in the other two categories anyway. Definitely marketing. Uh, as far as design goes, even though they have both designs have been repurposed for multiple reasons, R2-D2 was first, so I'll give him the nod there. So to me, two out of three, even though I, Django could probably take out R2 in a fight, two out of three, I'm going R2. It right. takes yeah, a special think... kind of person to play R2, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just for that. Well, now I it doesn't feel... take anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. It get he gets my vote there. Uh, had had Django looked radically different, uh, you know, something that could have just inspired Boba, I would maybe have uh, give give him a, a a design nod. But that's not the case. And marketing, you know, no one's getting a tattoo of Django Fett, and if you do, you're an asshole. Joe, Mike, I'm gonna get a tattoo of Django Fett. <laughs> well, you are an asshole. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to go to RGD2 also just to save Mike from having to watch episode two. <laughs> so, um, um, they didn't make an Xbox out of Django Fett. True. They made a fucking R2D2 Xbox. There are no well, that is a good idea. soda machine coolers 
made, you know, that are in the chase There was a Django. video game of Django Fett. There was? was, was kind of yeah, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. I thought that was Boba Fett. I can't tell. They look the same. <laughs> Django <laughs> Fett, asshole. Get it right. Because they are the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, RV's colors, whatever movie you're watching, it could be one or the other. Uh, I'm going to go with R2 as well. Um, design. Um, Bo- Django is just a spray painted Boba. Um, Django. Django. Um, R2, uh, in terms of merchandising, he's everywhere. Like Jason, you said, he's one of the faces of Star Wars. You see him everywhere. He's one of the few characters to be in <laughs> every movie. Um, so there's that. Um, and then um, hand-to-hand or head-to-head. Yeah, Django could, but like you guys said, R2 has a backup plan for everything. Um, he could just fly up with his jetpack and scorch Django's face. Um <laughs> After he tasers his helmet off and tortures face, but uh, and then fucks him with the dildo he has. Oh, then, I mean, well, uh, well, those uh, dildo no. Scene. no. <laughs> well, you don't Jason. know he, if he if he has that or not. He hasn't been in that situation. Well, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, you freaks. I'm picking uh, R2. All right, all right, uh, all right. Well, that means everyone's on R2. So let's move on to the next matchup. Hey, you remember the deleted scene in um, Return of the Jedi where Luke was with R2 and he's just like, R2, I'm like really lonely right now. Can you help me out? And R2 just brings out a flashlight. (laughs) Uh, And R2 R2 just turns his head away. (laughs) His head just spins the other way. It's cool. Uh, Okay, anyway, moving on. Uh, Our next matchup, number two seed, Yoda. Uh, Five film appearances. (laughs) He is uh, a Jedi master. He's the Grand Master. Of the Jedi Order. He's almost 900 years old and he is of some mysterious species. They had his species as a toy once, but it got pulled. And the name was out there, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. Joe, do you remember his species name? Uh, I believe it was called um, Green Fuckers. Yoda. Yoda. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, he's facing off against number fifteen seed Tebow, Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Tebow. He uh, has one full appearance. In case you don't know who this is, this is the uh, one of the Ewok uh, hunters from Return of the Jedi. Uh, in fact, he is the best Ewok hunter. Um, he organized numerous Ewok tribes to fight against the Empire and take out the Imperial Shield Generator. So we got midget against Good midget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, midget against midget. <laughs> I mean, midget wrestling's a thing. Which one can you toss further? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yoda, obviously Yoda. Yeah, Yoda, one hundred percent. I mean, head yeah, to head, Yoda fucking <laughs> face the emperor and hold his own. You, you didn't pick Wicket, so you didn't pick the Warwick Davis character so i can't well, even put that up for him I, I, well I, my reasoning was um, i was picking the ewok that stood the best chance in a fight because he is supposedly you know the best ewok hunter so but even the best ewok can't beat yoda in a fight anyway so mm. did you ever hear the fan theory that the ewoks are gonna eat han and leia because remember when they capture them and they put them over a spit roast above the fire but it's like never explained. Did you say the roast? Didn't they? Didn't they? Well, they do <laughs> yeah, carry them 
Like, they put them like they like hang them over a fire, don't they? And yeah. it's like there's a fan theory that they're gonna eat them, but it just because they're they're just hanging them over a fire for no fucking reason. Why are they? And then you just kind of forget them? about it. Yeah, there's a spit roast. So uh, Jack Nicholson there? <laughs> no, because he can't spit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any uh, any final words on that one? Before um, we move on? Yoda. He's come on. He's Yoda. He's one of the faces. Yaddle. Yaddle. Um, he's incredible character, and I really like Yoda. And uh, Tim uh, Tim Tebow. I'm sorry, <laughs> you fired. Yeah, was like Tebow three didn't direct there. Little Shop of Horrors, so yeah, <laughs> or voice Miss Piggy. Mm. Yeah, Yoda. All right, moving on. Uh, let's go to our next matchup. We have number one seed Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. Uh, we have six film appearances. Uh, he is the former Jedi Knight turned Sith Lord. Uh, and he uses cybernetic armor suit to survive. And let's not forget he was an immaculate birth. Um, and he's facing off against <laughs> number 16 seed, uh, Watto, with uh, two film appearances. Uh, he is a Todarian junk dealer uh, and human, human trafficker. <laughs> with <laughs> with uh, his shop on Tatooine, he has the ability to fly, and he is resistant, he is resistant to force manipulation. Oh, those Jedi mind tricks won't work on me. It's like, what? Why don't you have a whole army of them? Do you think that Watto's behind Pizzagate? Oh, my God. What the fuck's wrong with you people? I was about to say Watto. I meant to say Vader. I think Vader's got, got this cleared all check boxes, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I Vader mean, doesn't have a dick for a nose. <laughs> well, he could get that. Otto can like like somehow set up his shop like Home Alone traps, where Vader walks in like a trip over a wire and a car will fall on him or something. <laughs> but um, Vader would still survive it, and he doesn't even have to use the Force on Watto. He could just fucking throw his lightsaber at him. Honestly, Watto's only chance in a fight is if he were to somehow uh, distract Vader with the the thing that you hit the nose and it freaks out. Uh, <laughs> oh, those droids. Yeah. Otherwise, he's he's dead. Or if he got into some sort of pod racer and like tried to run him over. Well, that is oh. pod racing. Yeah, Anakin, <laughs> he drove that pod pretty good. Yeah, he knows his, he knows his way around a pod racer. He's so wizard. <laughs> um, yeah, Vader, all three. Agreed. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this one was very much a question for the number one seed of Vader. Uh-huh. You, you don't get Watto coffee mugs. I wish you I've did. Seen, I've seen Watto toys. Yeah, I mean, Kylo Ren's motivation isn't to be like Watto. <laughs> Why not? You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Watto uh, teapots, and you can pour the tea out of his giant penis nose. <laughs> That's He's a lot inflatable. of Watto. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> a Watto snuggie? Oh yeah, Tuggy. What is that? Tuggy. The Tuggy. Does Watto have an inflatable waddle? No. Inflatable no. nose. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next matchup. We have number eight seed C three PO, uh, with eight film appearances. Uh, he's and a, a red arm. 
Uh, depending on which uh, which movie you're talking about. Uh, and oh, by the way, did you did you realize that in uh, the original Star Wars he had a different colored uh, leg? Yeah, it was silver. Oh really? Oh yeah, you're right. That was wasn't in a New Hope. That was after Shadow or fucking Empire. Empire when he was in pieces and he got put back together. No, no, no. In, sure was in the beginning old, of old. Star Wars, he's uh, on the ship and he has a different. He has a silver colored leg. Yeah, he always has. Really? Yeah. See, that's the thing. People people don't realize. Guess that. they made some toys wrong then. Well, yeah. They remember made... they made the one with the boner. Yeah, that was a trading <laughs> card. Yeah, uh, but I uh, yeah I, I remember some toys with the silver leg and and the reason they did that was they wanted C three PO to appear to like look like he's been through a lot of adventures like prior to that so like him oh. having like the missing part is like he sure has that yeah and that's the same reason they did the red arm to make it seem like yeah since that last time you saw him he's been on more adventures he's seen some shit yeah I actually read the comic book of how. He- it's the red arm, and it's like yeah. If, but if droids, if droids were human beings, it'd be one of the most traumatic things you could ever go through to end up with some other droid's arm. But yeah. just reading it, you're like, ah, this is ridiculous. what happened? Did it just get ripped off by like a Wookiee or something? <laughs> like him and, a, him and a bunch of other droids are like captured and like getting traded into like droid slavery or some shit. And there's some kind of rebellion, and this one droid that he became good friends with dies, and he's takes his arm like as a piece of wow. him. I'm like, oh man, it's like my droid genocide. You know, yeah, if I go, you, you if say, I ever go to, you say that ahead. he's he's been through some shit. Uh, but how could he remember? Because he's had his mind wiped at least once, whereas R two has not. Well, between three and four, Sean. But but everything that he knows before that is gone, whereas R two remembers everything. Yeah. But in terms of the red arm thing, you know, I'll, I'll take a point. If I ever, you know, go to go to war or if there's ever a rebellion and a brother in arms of mine dies, I'll just cut off his arm to remember him and then <laughs> attach it to my arm. Oh, I'm sure thanks, that works. Thanks. Thanks, Star Wars. Make sure it's a more muscular one, too, so that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I'll spray paint it red. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, C-3PO, he's, uh, he's a protocol droid, and he's fluent in over 6 million languages. Uh, and he's facing off against number 9 seed Padme Amidala. Uh, three full appearances. I'm a senator. Uh, she is the former Queen of Naboo and politician of the Galactic Republic, married to Anakin Skywalker and mother of Luke and Leia. Oh. Um... 3PO, all three categories. <laughs> really? 3PO yes. went hand-to-hand? Well, I just think of it this way. Padme died of being sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was also choked, too. She was choked out. Yeah, well, we've seen what happens like to that. 3PO, well, and he got well, back up. Pregnant. Who is going to be in the next movie? Not Amidala. <laughs> okay, so I would say definitely C-3PO is more marketable. Um, however, oh, jeez. Oh. Design's weird because you have different kind. Like, you've had one central C-3PO, whereas you've had different iterations of Padme throughout the three movies. Uh, you mm-hmm. have her, um, her, her mime outfit in the first movie. Uh, you have her, uh, basically in her combat gear in the second movie and the third movie, she's basically just wearing robes the whole time. So, uh, you know, sexy. So they've, they've switched it up a bit. So I'm kind of, 
I'm I'm I don't I'm not so certain with the with the second category. However, for head to head, Padme would kick his ass. Like she defeated a couple of those monsters in the second movie, uh, and you know she used a blaster pretty well, so she can do a little bit of combat, which is way more than C three PO could do. All he he was just ahead at the time. Uh, I can't. Speak are, are we for the including the, uh, the 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 Kira Knightley body double that she could have at her disposal, or is that is that, is that other she picture? could <laughs> she could have it at her disposal? Uh, so to me, it's 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 whether or not which design I think is better. Um, and I I think I'm just gonna need someone to sway me. Um, I'm I'm C3PO personally, hand to hand. Um, I, I would go with Padme. Um, just because the blaster and all that, and C-3PO can barely move his arms. Um, yeah. But in terms of design and, and marketing, I'd give those to C-3PO. Um, visually, he's interesting, and you see him everywhere alongside R2-D2. So uh, maybe not hand-to-hand, but uh, those two categories I'm going with 3PO. Yeah, I, I, I'm right with Joe. I'm going with 3PO as well. Sorry, Padme. Well, I uh, guess it doesn't matter now. <clears throat> yeah, I actually probably would have gone for Amidala more than 3PO myself. Mm. But can't really argue the points people are making. I definitely think her mime design from the first movie is like really cool. And like, I think it let Star Wars push beyond what the regular designs were. By doing something simple, like with paint, and like Darth Maul's not like really crazy looking. He's just got spikes on his head. Like, even though not a lot to to compliment Phantom Menace on, there's certain things that I can. Probably more practical parts of it. But uh, just just looking at our list, it it seems that we've run out of women already. Wow, you sexist pigs! Yeah. Somebody tell uh, Leslie Jones. She'll know what to do. <laughs> I'll tell George Lucas oh, to create minute. better female characters. We have one more female left. We'll Luke get Skywalker. we'll get to her. Um, oh, oh yeah, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I guess C three O C three P O is going to move on to the next round. Um, See, I, the reason why I, for C three P O for me is like, why put someone forward that you know is never going to win in a hand to hand battle? Since that's what most of this is going to end up coming down. Well, I kind of would like to see Padme against Anakin again to see who would win. <laughs> Maybe get her choked <laughs> out a little bit more. Oh, harder, Annie. Harder. <laughs> yeah. like, you didn't see her get her comeuppance yet, right? Honestly, if we had put Padme through to the next round, which we obviously we aren't because she lost, uh, she could like use her seductive powers on Anakin and, and slay him <laughs> if she wanted to. <laughs> and it would be a, the only way probably Darth Vader is going to leave this tournament. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's go to the next matchup. We have number five seed, Mace Windu. Uh, three film appearances. He is a Jedi Master. He has served as elected leader of the Jedi Republic, and he's the only Jedi with a purple lightsaber. Uh, he's a pimp. And he's facing off against number 12 seed, Admiral Akbar. Uh, two film appearances. Uh, he is part of the Mon Calamare uh, tribe, uh, which are amphibious species with high domed heads, webbed hands, and large goggle like eyes. <laughs> and uh, he is a soldier serving the Rebel Alliance. Uh, I'll, I'll take this one. 
I, I'm going with Admiral Akbar because one, his the character design is not just, hey, it's Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, two, his marketability comes down to the fact that you can buy a toilet seat cover with Admiral Akbar on it. What? Where? You can Amazon? literally go, oh, it's a crap. And <laughs> three, he's a fucking general just like Mace Windu, so uses his army to take out a Jedi. Wait, oh, is, is there actually a toilet that. seat with him on it? Oh, my God. Yeah, there is. Look it up. It's called Admiral Akbar. It's a crap. I don't know who sells it, but I know it exists. You can get it on Amazon. Wow, you convinced yes. me. You convinced, I'm going Admiral Akbar. <laughs> um, oh, oh, my. Oh, my. You know, guys, my birthday just passed. Uh, it's never too late for gifts. Uh, um, oh, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Jason. Okay, thanks. Uh, I was gonna. I mean, I think Akbar wins in design. I think. I mean, yeah, it's just a big talking fish, but he's it's charming. Mace Windu's just you know, Mon Calamari. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you know, no offense to Sam Jackson, but Dan's right. It is just Sam Jackson in a robe, and um, he's just uh, you know. I, I think I know. I know Jar Jar was also a big fish too, but the thing that wins me over with um. Akbar is that he's hell of a lot more charming and a much better character to me. He's also so, a lot smarter than uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu, it took forever for him to figure out what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I was and he never you know, turned on this or he never looked at the security cameras. <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, Akbar knew it was a trap and he still worked around it. Um, they had the fucking general, uh, I mean, Senator Palpatine in their Senate for whoever knows how long and nobody ever knew. And that's including Mace Windu, so he's a fucking dumbass. But anyway, Mace as I was saying, I think the fucking post- window. Yeah, <laughs> and he got electrocuted. By the way, that scene where he's getting electrocuted, it's just, if you think about it, when they were just filming that, it's just Sam Jackson going, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, that just makes me laugh. Uh, character design is Akbar, uh, marketability. I mean, I was going to say Mace Windu because I know he's popular. He was, I remember he was in that um, short lived. Clone Wars cartoon, the one that was like five minutes long, not the anime, not the computer anime, the other one. Yeah, the Samurai Jack one. Yeah, yeah, and I remember Windu was in that, and I just remember so many people like talking about him in that. I, I was thinking of Windu, but that whole toilet seat thing, man. Also, that's how many how many purple lightsabers do you see in the stores? I don't know, but I don't really go looking that much. There could be some. No, I'm saying, like, I never see any purple lightsabers, but the fact that he has a toilet seat, to me, puts it over the edge. Yeah, I'm going to go Akbar. I'm going to go Akbar, too. The only slight edge that Windu may have is is the head-to-head, because uh, if you go back with the the Palpatine and uh, Mace Windu duel, if Anakin didn't intervene, Mace Windu could have killed him. Um, he did, be- he was, you know, he brought three terrible Jedi with him, but he was the one who could stand his own. So, um, that would yeah, you're be right. The, the Jedi edge. he bought were like, just fucking, <laughs> he like, like where's the gas station or something? Where, where's everybody else? Well, Master Kiati Mundi needed everybody to go attack the droids, uh, on, uh, that are attacking the Wookiees. So, okay. Who's left? Oh, the janitor. Uh, the, the... <laughs> well, no, they had, uh, was it <laughs> yeah, Kit Fisto was in there, wasn't he? Yeah, he got killed by uh, Palpatine immediately. I wonder uh, why. He the, that's why he's. That's why he's not on this list. <laughs> uh, no, Kip Fisto was the second to last to die. Oh, still. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I I'm think pretty sure that was I wanted Kit Fisto, not Key Diamundi, and John was like, oh, whatever, they're like the same character. Just switch them <laughs> out. Um, yeah, so like that's the slight edge that if Anakin didn't come in and intervene, Mace Windu could have killed the Emperor. Um, but in terms of everything else, I agree with you guys. All right. Well, it sounds like Admiral Akbar is going through. So, Mike, did you, Mike, do you want to say anything or no? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. We have number four seed Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Uh, five film appearances. He is a Wookiee and he is the co pilot of the Millennium Falcon. He is super strong and loyal. Um, and he's facing off against number 13 seed. Blue Coon, uh, three film appearances. He is a Jedi Master serving the Jedi High Council. Uh, and in order to survive oxygen-rich environments, he is required to wear a specialized breathing mask that covers his eyes and nostrils. He's the, uh, he's the one that got shot down in the plane yeah. during Order 66. Uh, to me, this is easy. Chewbacca, definitely. Uh, he wins in uh, marketability. Uh, design I would actually give to to Plu Coon. Yeah, I'm looking at a Coon now, and he's a fucking scary. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Jason! Whoa, now! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Mr. Coon right now, and he he's fucking scary as hell. He looks like General Grievous, but like with like like spider fangs. But you know what? To me, this is a situation like in The Dark Knight Rises, where Batman learns to defeat Bane by punching his mask. I feel like uh, Chewbacca would punch his mask, and he would die instantly. Chewbacca would just rip his arms off. Like he was going to do the uncar plot and then deleted scene. So I, my vote is Chewbacca. Okay. I'm Chewbacca yeah. as well. Chew, chewy. Chewy for me. Mon ami. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, other than the fact that Blue uh, Coon is one of the only people that ever had an orange or yellow lightsaber, which is kind of cool, but I think they changed it between movies and media where you definitely had a blue lightsaber. In one of the films, yeah, that's kind of unique that he had orange, yellow. Well, no, it just means he that. can't make up his mind. <laughs> Probably harder to make yellow stand. There's a guy that's making another blue one. But uh, Chewbacca has always been like, as a kid, like you know, you have those characters that you just like because you're a kid, and that was Chewbacca for me. Like it's oh, like great. Street Fighter. I always loved Blanca. Now I would never want to play as Blanca because he's like boring and horrible. But Chewbacca hasn't like grown stale on me. That's the, uh-huh. that's the equivalent I'll give it to. He's the big old monster still to this day. He's a big old doggy. It's like I've seen like magazine covers where it's like about Star Wars, and the five things that are featured on the front are C-3PO, R2D2, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, and, and Dexter a Stormtrooper. Jester. What? And Dexter Jester. And a Stormtrooper. So, like, those are, like, the iconic images. So, you know, if, if you're bringing R2 and, and 3PO and Vader into the front as, you know, arguably the faces of Star Wars, you have to put Chewbacca in there, in that mm-hmm. category as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mike, anything mm-hmm. to say? Uh, poo-poo, plu-coon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's uh, everyone on Chewbacca, other than Mike, which I'm guessing you are also going Chewbacca. Correct. Um, let's move on to the next one. We have number six seed Land- Lando Calrissian. Uh, two Hello. Fil- two film appearances. Um, he is a smuggler, a gambler, a card smuggler. <laughs> I- I'm not even kidding. That's what it says on his Wikipedia. Um, 
And uh, he became a uh, Baron Administrator of Cloud City and a general in the Rebel Alliance. And he's facing off against number 11C, General Grievous. Uh, one film appearance. He is uh, a Kalish cyborg general and leader of the droid army. Um, chose He chose to receive cybernetic implants to increase his combat power. He collects lightsabers and he's able to wield four at a time in combat. And, and he coughs a lot. Coughs, yeah. And he has a cold. <laughs> he has asthma. <laughs> yeah, it's all the cybernetic implants. They give him asthma. Yeah. Could uh, give him cybernetic start... lungs, though. <laughs> I think Grievous definitely wins in design. I always thought that was the coolest, like one of the definitely to this day one of the coolest Star Wars designs. And like the, he has fucking forearms and he's swinging all the lightsabers around. He's a he's a walking badass. Come on, uh, Tommy, you're not digging Billy D. Williams with his porn stash ready for you. I mean that's sexy as hell, but I think <laughs> I, I think Grievous wins wins over in characters. Jason, just win- Jason, what, what, how would you feel if uh, he slipped you a Colt forty five? <laughs> Grievous? I mean, I think Grievous no. would have a better time slipping me a Colt forty five because he has like two extra arms. Um, but but Grievous okay. nowadays has also become a meme. It's kind of weird. Like I saw a meme where it was a scene of him unveiling all of his lightsabers, but it was like to dubstep, and it was kind of funny. But uh, there's like light, like glow sticks coming out of his jacket, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, the, the more interesting thing here is which one is really more marketable because, believe it or not, when episode three was coming out, you saw a lot of General Grievous. Yeah, uh, but Lando's it, definitely in the public eye now because it was Han Solo. That's not part Donald of marketing, Glover. though. Uh, I, I would say uh, Land, Lando definitely. He he is well known, but I can't say I've seen him on many cereal boxes. Uh, I have seen. But Grievous have you ever boxes. seen a child dress up as Grievous for Halloween? How Could can be. how can one do that? <laughs> you know, exactly. Wait, let I've me see. If there's the a Grievous costume. I I've seen costumes that are similar to it, but it's like the Party City one, where it's just like a bodysuit and like um, you know, like a kid's ma- plastic mask. or Wow! Something. Look at this! Look at this Grievous cosplay I just found. Oh, I can't wait to see this. This is actually really fucking good. Well, while you're uh, sending it to here, uh, I'm going to go Grievous. I think he would definitely win in the fight. He can wield four lightsabers. Uh, Design, I'll go with Grievous as well. And uh, wow, that is some cosplay. Yeah. How about that? Um, I mean, he's missing the two extra arms, but whatever. Hey, you wish that he was a practical effect now. (laughs) Hey, just the fact that he was able to get those legs and everything. Well, actually, he's probably he's probably inside the cloak, but uh, those legs are impressive. Yeah, he's probably operating it from behind. Yeah, it's it's still a good cosplay. Hmm. I think I I mean I I guess Grievous would win in a head to head. I mean, you know, Obi Wan did beat him, but he was a Jedi. And Lando's, as far as we know, is not a Jedi. But what did Obi Wan uh, beat him with? A blaster. You're right. The the uncivilized weapon. I'm sure since uh, Lando's a fucking smuggler, he's probably got a whole arsenal of that shit. He's probably got like a side piece on him right now, you know. And, and um, <laughs> oh. well, also, uh, doesn't Grievous have uh, the entire bug army by his side? Yeah, but he has that like a fucking lizard thing that Obi Wan was riding. Yeah, so he has backup, like he it, and he has like that that like that hamster ball thing that he was like yeah. spinning in. Yeah, that's how Slug he powers man. the facility. 
but oh, Lando's yeah. got Lobot to shut down uh, Cloud City. Mm. Well, they're not. They might not be on Cloud City. But if they were on Cloud City, <laughs> he's got Lobot. Um, it's a tough one for me. Um, yeah, design is grievous. Hand to hand, I would say Lando because all you got to do is shoot him in the chest. <laughs> but uh, so I guess it comes down to marketability. Marketing, I, I have to this is give really the tough. Edge, I have to give the edge to Grievous, though Lando is an iconic Star Wars character. Grievous was everywhere. He was, you know, set up in the that Clone Wars animated cartoon we were just talking about. Um, he was all over the place. Um, he was also before the movie came out. People were convinced that he was like the main villain in the third movie until you saw yeah. the movie and he's in it for like ten minutes. But like yeah. the marketing made you think he was the main villain. Right. Yeah, but I think Lando kind of has the edge of marketability because he was around longer, and maybe there was a lot more like Lando toys and Lando here and there in like nineties and like eighties. Like. Uh, according to what was this website I was had called? Good <laughs> business. business. Uh, twenty-five Grievous toys, twenty-two Lando. Oh shit! Ooh. God, just squeeze and it. That, and think about it—that's twenty-two Lando toys since the fucking eighties. Yeah. yeah. This is twenty-five since when did when right. did uh oh, come out? Oh five. Right. Yeah, oh five. Well, I'm reluctantly going Grievous. I like Lando more because he's just a suave motherfucker. Well, yeah, I love Lando. Case. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to go Lando, but uh, I want me some Billy D. Williams slash Donald Glover, even though it's not official yet. But I don't think we can go there. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, these arguments are uh, making yeah. me uh, say Grievous. Mm. Dissuade me. All right. Well, in that case, Grievous cool. moves on to the next round. Uh, let's go to the next matchup. We have number three seed Han Solo. Uh, four film appearances. He is a smuggler turned leader of the Rebel Alliance, and he is an expert pilot. Uh, and he's facing off against number 14 seed, Zam Wessel. Uh, one film appearance. She is a female claw dyke bounty hunter capable... A dyke? Of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck you. Uh, capable of shape-shifting into any humanoid close to their shape. Oh, she was the one that tried to kill Padme, right? Yes. Well, her she was the one that sent the robot to kill Padme oh, with, with sent, the slugs. No, no, sent, sent the, the bugs. Sent the robot to send the worm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she was a shapeshifter that still wore a fucking disguise. Why would you do that? And just that? so you know, when you guys vote her off this list, no more women. Well, I mean, come on. How do you vote against Han Solo in this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I think Han Solo has this beat all three. I mean, well, maybe not. I mean, no offense to Solo. He's kind of a plain-looking dude. She's. They, it's a cool design with, like, the shape-shifting. Now talk about cool designs versus plain-looking dudes, and we've been yelling at you about it for all the Jedi <laughs> But you know what? She but, but, She's not even a cool-looking bounty hunter. Like, if you were to line her up with the bounty hunters that are on the, the, the Star Destroyer in Empire, she's, like, probably the worst of all of those. So she's not even a cool design of a bounty hunter. If you think about it, none of the bounty hunters that were on the Star Destroyer were ever good. Eh, the I mean, maybe guy's kind of cool. What was that? Osk is cool. I mean, did they do anything cool? IG-88 was a tough-ass boss did, battle. Did fucking Boba Fett do anything cool? No. That's what I'm asking. Did any of them do anything cool? They were all just uh, bitches. No, but we're, we're, we're talking about the look of them. Just look cool. Yeah. And she doesn't even look that cool as a bounty hunter. Yeah, I but. guess. I don't know. This is tough. 
I'm giving it to Solo for all three. Um, Besides, Solo's got a really nice smuggling vest. Yeah, like, he looks like a scoundrel. Like, what he wears, he fits that role entirely. Yeah. Um, and marketing, again, you see him, you know, you've seen him on posters, you've seen him on, um, you know, collectible cups, and you've seen him on, on tons of toys. Um, Zam's and, not getting a solo movie. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to see one, though. Then uh, head-to-head, um, I would say Han Solo. I think, you know, in that chase, Han Solo would be able to get her a lot quicker. Um, than... Shoot her right away. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Like Indiana yeah. Jones. Uh, I were think, trying uh, to catch her alive. Yeah. But if, if this is like a battle to the death, Han Solo's, you know, can swoop in with the Millennium Falcon and, and shoot her down. So my, my money's on Solo. Yeah, and and by the way, the reason I was picking those plain-looking dudes before Dan is because the opposite character design I thought was ugly. That's my <laughs> argument against that. Now it, it's fine. We know you like old men in robes. I do. We we, we covered that already. Yes. Yeah. That's it's in my search we, history. That's that is a, that's blah blah canon now. Jason likes old men in robes. <laughs> Hashtag old men in robes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Han Solo has just eliminated our last female on this list. <laughs> That sexist pig. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have used the term "eliminated." That that just sounds a little too permanent. Oh no! Well, she ain't coming back. <laughs> Somebody notify Tumblr. <laughs> oh no! All right, let's move on to our next matchup. We have number seven seed Darth Maul. One film appearance. Uh, he is a Sith apprentice to Darth Sidious. He is a Daltha. Dothomirian Zabrek series or species, I should say, uh, sure. which is the combination of horns and tattoos representing tribal heritage. And he uses a double ended lightsaber. Uh, and he's facing off against number 10 C Jabba the Hutt. Three film appearances. Uh, he is a hut, which is a large slug like species. Uh, he's a hut gangster and crime lord. <laughs> Operating from from his palace on Tatooine, he controls trafficking in, in illegal goods, piracy, and slavery. So he's responsible for the piracy of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> Is that on Pornhub? Yes, that's well, Pornhut. Shut up. <laughs> Anyone would like to start with this one? Um, mm, they're both iconic characters. I, I but, me, go ahead, Jason. I was gonna say, but do you think now? This is just a hypothetical. Do you think that Maul would be as popular as he is now if he didn't die? Because I feel like him dying made people want him more. So you get him in like the fucking video games more, and there was that uh, video other that solo game of his that wasn't released, and they put him in the Clone War shows for more exposure. And uh, so you're saying yeah. he didn't die? Well, I mean. I don't know what you Technically, want. Technically, he he didn't. If you if we were including all of the, even the Cartoons. most up to date canon shows, because Rebels, he just died in the timeline of Rebels, which mm. is in canon. What happened? So technically Did he, he allow someone to jump but, up and over him? He went. He went to track no, down uh, Obi Wan on Tatooine. Obi-Wan. It was like old an old Obi-Wan. Western duel. He killed him again. Yeah. <laughs> I think he wanted only Obi-Wan to kill him because he knew he'd been bested by him before and no one else could. And he was like an old gunslinger wanting to get put down kind of thing. 
Mm. It had like a an interesting turn on it. Um, I I'm gonna have to go with Jabba for this one. Um, hand to hand or head to head. Um, I think Darth Maul's coming in here and cutting him in half. Um, but design. As cool as Darth Maul looks, just look at Jabba. Like, he is an incredible design, uh, an incredible piece of puppeteering. How they did it, like, it's it's incredible. Although the, the man hours to, to, to create something like that. Um, so I have him for design and marketing. Um, while you did see Darth Maul all over the place for, you know, episode one and all, I think you, you see Jabba more. Um, I think you see Jabba... On, on a lot more posters and, and things like that, a lot more collectible plates. And oh, yeah, I got, I got a Jabba poster right up here in my room. Yeah. But, I mean, Does like, it the Revenge like, Leia on it? <laughs> I, I think you see him more, and, and there's more stuff to go with Jabba. You know, there's stuff in his palace, there's the people in his palace you can buy. Um, I think there's more that you can get from Jabba out of the marketing. I, I completely um, disagree. I yeah, I'd argue that the only reason you see anything uh, like iconic about Jabba is be- simply because of Slave Leia. That is it. Um, I think Darth Maul is a like okay. Jabba is sort of sort of an imposing design. Yes, it's you know spectacular that it's real and it's not. It's a puppet and all well, this and that. It was but only Darth spectacular Maul, for what for one movie when it was real. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. Darth Maul looks intimidating, looks cool, looks like the person that kids want to dress up as and have tattoos of, um, <clears throat> hand to hand. You know, I don't even need to see episode one to know that a fucking someone with a lightsaber, someone with a rock or a freaking chain can kill Jabba. <laughs> he's got nothing on anyone. The guy was a punk. Yeah, and where's he? He's uh, just gonna he's just gonna lay there like in, and take it. He ain't gonna go anywhere. Yeah. There's nothing that Jabba could do to like. I've never seen him defend himself. I no. saw him die. I mean, he did you see how weird it was when Han Solo stepped over his tail in A New Hope? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's got all his crew. He's got all the bounty hunters, and he's got all the you know. Yeah, he employed Boba Fett, and how well did that work out for him? Yeah, and I'd argue that Darth Maul would kill all of them. Yeah. I don't think I needed to have an explosion. I already told you I was going pretty heavily Sith. Maul's always been like the only bright spot of Phantom Menace for me ever since I was a kid and I walked out of the theater so mad and then him dying pissed me off even more. So I do give Jason that point where I was pissed. I wanted to see more of him. But uh, character design, I think he's probably one of my most my favorite Star Wars character designs ever. Like I don't know. There's something about not just being the the typical like sith black robe with nothing else showing but like this crazy like mean face that i'm pretty sure they copied off of when they made those uh those movies a couple years ago with that red demon what the heck was it uh insidious 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 it looks like darth maul i'm like it's darth he's fucking darth maul yeah um and then we're going to markability there's been nine job of the hut figures since his first appearance and there has been 39 Darth Maul figures since his one piddly film appearance. So that, that kind of cancels out. I think the, the marketability for not to mention, you don't see uh, too many kids running around with, you know, job of the HUD accessories, but I 
still to this day will see kids with double-sided lightsabers as a yeah i still have one at my parents house. also like, to, to add that on was, to that that was one of the most popular toys ever to add on yeah. to that if you remember the packaging for the episode one uh toys and 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 figures and everything darth maul's face was, on it. was always on it like was yeah on it. He was always on all those. All even if he was, if it wasn't a figure of him, his, his face was always on an episode one figure. Yeah, even if it wasn't a pod racer, Sabalba was on there. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, why isn't Sabalba on this list, Sean? Uh, he he almost made the list. Um, blow Coon on, but you didn't put Sabalba. Oh, on. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry. I put a fucking Jedi the, on Sean instead of a pod racer. Trash compactor monster on here. So yeah, I did really want to put. Lucky. Yeah, I did want to put the trash compactor monster on here. <laughs> I almost the did. Little eyeball. Yeah. Um, no, there's actually sign for it. There's a toy of it that exists that you can see what it's supposed to look like under the water now. <laughs> Yeah, it's convinced me. Uh, I switched to mall. Oh shit! Yeah. I was gonna be the tiebreaker. Fuck you. Shopping mall. <laughs> as, the, as much as uh, I love Jabba, I, I still give Jabba design. Jedi uh, Jabba is amazing, but every other version of Jabba looks horrible. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm basing it off of. Jedi Jabba. Um, Darth Maul looks awesome, but I have to give a slight edge to Jabba on design for the you know just how incredible that that puppeteering is and all that but um but yeah i think uh, in terms of marketing i have to have to switch that over to darth maul well i was right. gonna tie break with darth maul anyway so i guess nothing changes and what's the problem because joe you're just so annoying it's sean irrelevant why is it domino on this list sean joe <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to our... Batman's my favorite Marvel character, guys. What did you say? Uh, Wolverine was my favorite Marvel Studio movie. No, yeah, no, 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 Jason, that was the Wolverine. That's Deadpool. what I just said, you <laughs> fuckface. Oh. I said Deadpool was his favorite Marvel character or something, I think is what he was Sorry, Jason, you were breaking up. I didn't hear you. Oh, it's that time of night again. Hold on. Hello. <laughs> is he recharged okay yeah he recharged okay good uh let's go to the last matchup for this first round we have number two seed luke skywalker uh four film appearances he is uh a jedi master son of anakin and padme and trained by yoda kind of um and he's facing off against number 15 seed nine nub uh two film appearances um he is a Solistan male arms dealer uh, and smuggler. I he was a pilot. Well, he is, uh, mm. but he's he's an arms dealer and, and smuggler who joined the Alliance as a pilot. Uh, Solistans are known for being expert manufacturing at, experts at manufacturing scientific and techn technological developments and economics, having founded the prosperous Soro Sub Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I don't know what any of that means, but basically yeah, his, I, his race is, is good. Well, I think we can all say that Luke pretty much wins this one. I mean, I, I, I give nine um, design, um, but yeah. marketing Luke um, head to head Luke. I don't know if I'd give nine nub design. 
Just the, yeah, the, he's a cool looking alien dude. Yeah. So I gotta give him that. Kind of reminds me of that episode of uh, Twilight Zone, The Eye of the Beholder. Beauties. Oh yeah, where the lady wakes up and everyone looks like Clint Howard. And they're just like uh, <laughs> Beauties in the Eye of the Beholder. Yeah. And she's she's the uh, normal looking one and everyone else looks like Clint Howard. <laughs> yes, Jason, that one. Yeah, it was uh, a great yeah. episode. Yeah. Um Luke, obviously, he he wins in uh marketability. <laughs> Design, you can make the argument for nine numb. Uh, Design! You just yelled that for some reason. <laughs> and uh definitely hand to or head to head, uh Luke would well, destroy hand him. Hand to hand, Luke only has one, so yeah. Uh... <laughs> But it's a robot hand, so it's more powerful than Nine Numb's regular hand. Luke, Luke just got burned. Luke just got burned like his daddy. I just watched (laughs) Jedi yesterday, and this guy was in it, right? Neon Numb. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember him. Like he's he's the Asian stereotype sitting next next to Lando. He's the Mexican stereotype. Is he supposed to be Mexican? I always took him as Asian. Yeah. Asian Mexican stereotype. He's Filipino stereotype. He's the co-pilot. Can't meet the halfway point. <laughs> He's not white, is what we're saying. Oh god. Ah, uh, yeah, I gotta go with Luke. All right, Luke, 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 all around. Sorry, Nub. Luke going yep, once, yep, yep. twice. Sold. All right. Well, that concludes the first round of uh, of the tournament. Um, let's take a look at the matchups for our next round of the tournament. We're going to be having uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi facing off against Count Dooku, a rematch from Episode 2. Mike, you might actually have to watch Episode 2 now. Yes, uh, we have uh, the Rancor facing off against Boba Fett. Hmm. We have... Uh, <laughs> we oh, oh, boy. We have uh, Jar Jar Binks facing off against Emperor <laughs> Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> the true Sith Lord versus the the other Sith Lord. Uh, we have R two D two facing off against Yoda. Yoda's just going to get all the all the tiny people in this in this uh, tournament, I guess. Um, we have Darth Vader facing off against C three PO. We have, uh, but he created him. <laughs> I know he's going to meet his maker. Um, we're <laughs> we're going to have the maker. <laughs> We're going to have uh, Admiral Akbar facing off against Chewbacca. Uh, we're going to have General Grievous facing Han Solo. Now uh, that is something I want to see. We're, and then we're going to... Oh, our main event for the next round. Uh, Darth Maul facing Luke Skywalker. Oh, shit. Oh. Damn. You Man. killed my master's master. Master. <laughs> <laughs> Bader. <laughs> All right. right. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, any final thoughts before I put a bow on it? Anybody? Uh, Star Wars. Mm. You guys want to buy Indeed. some Star Fucking Wars Star toys? Star Wars. Woo! Oh yeah, Star Wars. Why? Yeah. Why is the Death Six guy on here, Sean? Why isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Because he he uh, rethought his life and became a uh, politician. Yeah. You know that character's last name is Sleaze Bago. Yes, I I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Nothing. Uh, nothing with George is subtle. That's all I'll say. <laughs> was his first name Douchebaggy or something? <laughs> it's like Ellen Sleazebago. <laughs> Ellen. He, was, he rethought his life and he ended up being like a, a tax accountant or something, they, or a doctor. They gave him a female first name, Ellen. Okay, just so you know, yeah, there are two Ellen Sleazebago action figures. Wow. Wait, his name should have been Ellen. His name should have been Ellen Degenerate. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Sleaze Bagano. Yeah. What was Ellen Sleaze I think it's Elon, like Elon Musk. It's like E-L-A-N. Isn't that like... Well, Mr. Sleaze Bagano. By the, if we were in the tournament, I would tell I would tell you to name this episode Sleaze Bag. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, if because originally I had this tournament as at sixty four uh, characters, uh, you should have seen some of the ones that I was originally going to put into the tournament. <laughs> uh, oh, just just on their name alone. Yeah, like Baron Papanoidia would have been in there. <laughs> uh, it's character. Yeah, everyone would have been in there. Isn't Baron Papanoidia like prominent in the Clone Wars cartoon? The the, the I think of like a few episodes. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's uh, put a ball in the end of this episode, everybody. I'm Jason Green, and you can follow me on Twitter. Hold on, it's just bags are uh, going around here. Sorry, she was uh, wrapping something up. What the anyway. hell is going on? Yulia was making noise with the bags. Wrap was... it before you tap it. It's fine. I'm making. Listen, shut up. <laughs> right, anyway. um, okay, where was I? Yeah, I'm Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgscreen89. J, the letter G, screen, like the word, 89. On Twitter, follow this podcast, blah, blah, pod one. Keep up to date with us on our iTunes feed, blah, blah, podcast. Go to our YouTube channel, blah, blah, productions. Watch our YouTube reviews. They're really funny. And if you ever want to email me, if you want to be on the show, you can email me at jgreen89 at gmail, or just tweet me, jgscreen89 on Twitter. Sean? Uh, yes, if you'd like to hear more about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, you can uh, tweet me at the underscore Brack Show on Twitter. Great. Joe, is, uh, I know you like don't have social media, but I figured I'd ask anyway. Um, if anyone wants to you know, rally the troops... And uh, go swim down to the Gungans' uh, city and uh, tear it down brick by brick. Um, <laughs> we let me know. Keep, we got to keep them out. <laughs> we got to destroy them. Yulia and... just walked up to me and gave me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was uncalled for. Her middle but, uh, finger's so yeah. tiny. It's, it's literally the size of my pinky. But, um, uh, anyway. I, I, want, I want Boss Nass uh, dead. Oh, he, he was almost on this too. He's, he's he's going down. So I need I need a I need a good crew to help me uh, swim down there. The boys. Yeah, I mean, I'll reach out to George Lucas and uh, you know Chris and all that. Those guys. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike. Yes. There was a bit of hesitancy <laughs> to say Mike's name there. Mike, do you have anything to say to the audience? Uh, good evening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Dan. Any final? Any final thought? Uh, blah. Any final yeah. words before the sh- show ends? Uh, I'm mad that uh, Will Rowe Rudd 
is not on this list. In case you're wondering who that is, it's the random black guy that runs across the street in Empire once Lando tells everyone to evacuate the city. <laughs> kind of just goes by the screen for a second with an ice cream maker under his arm. What was his I think name? he would have been Rudd? like Will Rowe Ruid. Yeah, Sean, That's... what the fuck? Why wasn't he on here? Yeah. Where, where's he at? Because he's like Billy D. Williams, but just like a little bit older, a little more cracked out looking. Like, it's kind of what it's like. Yeah, I wonder There's what his. Lot, uh, I wonder what his Wikipedia backstory is. Oh, R five D four, Admiral Conan Mati, Conan uh, Moff Jurgerod, Baru um, White son, which is Baru before she married Uncle Ben, or Uncle Owen. So oh, I should put I should put Aunt Baru's beard on here. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, hey, did you ever hear the fan theory that it was Boba Fett that killed Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. Well, on that note, everybody, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for round two of Star Wars Smackdown. Uh, Keep up to date on everything, like I mentioned earlier, and rest in peace, George A. Romero. You will be missed. Good night.